You have knocked one of the googly eyes off the mic. <laughs> oh, no. Hi, and welcome to Wheel Nerds. This is episode 168. I'm Todd. And I'm Chuck. We're going to be talking about motorcycles. And on this thrilling episode of the Wheel Nerds, Todd and Chuck face danger yet again. Dun, dun, dun. Will they survive? Only. Next episode will tell. Yeah. 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 I mean, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> this thrilling episode brought to you by the fine folks at HeLightMoto.com, mm. makers of the airbag vest, vital to your survival on the streets. And so, so much better than the crappy back protector that's in your jacket right now. Right now. Right now. Are you riding with death on your back? Danger. Yes, you are. Suspense. HeLightMoto.com. Go to them today. Tell them, tell them we, tell we them sent, sent you. Yeah, yeah. us. <laughs> Please. Do that. How's it going, Chuck? Good. Hey, we've got key tags. We have key we tags. We finally have them. Yeah, we have, we have the not stolen key tags. Yes, and they are awesome. They are in stock. They are, they're, the, the white and red can be seen from space. <laughs> they're very cool. Go to wheelnerds.com. Check them out. The merchandise page. Check them out. Buy. They make great Christmas presents, mm-hmm. I hear. Mm-hmm. They are going to be yes. the hot seasonal item. Definitely. Um, Definitely. They go great with the Helite Moto vest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, ironically, I have two of at the moment. <laughs> oh, so if anyone wants to buy Todd's old Helite Moto. Yes, if you, you want a Helite, it's the, so it's, it's, the, uh, it's the Air Nest, which is the older one, which has the, the, the like, hard rubbery pad, uh-huh. the stuff underneath, so it's like a better than your... It's the version one. It's the version one, so it's the better than your current back pad back pad. Um, I just got a new one because I'm not fat anymore, and it has the new Turtle back pad, which... Quite honestly, feels like I have a giant trash can lit on my back. It's so hard. Like that's a serious. You're like a teenage mutant ninja I, turtle. I kind of feels that way a little bit. Yeah. Teenage it's... mutant ninja Todd. <laughs> teenage mutant ninja Todd. Todd in but, a half shell. Da-na-na. But yeah. So if if you are large, and you need a helite vest, uh, mine will be available at at, at reasonable rates. <laughs> Contact us at wheelnerds at gmail mm-hmm. So you can get the. If you're under two hundred pounds, don't call. You won't. This vest won't fit you. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna. Not gonna Flappity work. Flappity flap. <laughs> flap 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 flap. Uh, yeah. Because oh, let's talk about the ride. Oh yeah, we went for a ride with other people. I actually oh, like came mm. out of my shell. More than a few people. Yeah. So we set up our, our wheel nerds ride. We figured, okay, ride with the wheel nerds. And we thought, like, okay, Jen would show up. Jen would show and, up. You know, and like Logan from out of town was there yeah. for that anyway. Yeah. So, so he was going to ride my sidecar. We we're like, okay, we cool. thought that'd be it. Yeah, yeah. And I get there, and there's a dude on the strom. Because like, we invited Claire, and Claire told us to fuck off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you, Claire. <laughs> fuck you. So I get there, and there's a guy in a strom. I'm like, oh, uh, okay. This must be a listener with strom local to us who I don't know. Because um, <laughs> you then, know all the strom guys. Not all of them, but local strom listeners, you know, I'd remember that. Um, but, yeah, so I'm, like, I'm talking to him, and it turns out he's a secondhand. Um, hey, Greg, hopefully you're listening to the show now. Mm. He's a secondhand joiner where one of his friends listened to the show. So, hi, Greg's friend. Thanks mm-hmm. for sending him along. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And okay. Greg's friend's like, you got to go ride with these guys. And Greg's like, okay. What, what guys? Huh? Who are they? Pod what? <laughs> <laughs> he had no idea about any of it. He just yep. showed up. So we've, we've opened his eyes to a whole new world. A whole new world. With new podcasts to <laughs> enjoy. We promise not to sing much anymore. <laughs> no, we don't. No, we totally don't. <laughs> what are you talking about? 
But yeah, so and we had a guy D. Who D. showed up on a Buell Firebolt, which was cool, very cool. I mean, I because Bugs, his Buell is still in pieces. I didn't think, it, I didn't know any other Buell mm-hmm. people were going to show up. I assumed at first it was Bugs who'd fix it. He's like, "No, I'm D." I'm like, "Oh, cool. <laughs> you're that guy that talks to us all you're the time." That dude. <laughs> Did you bring beer? No, get out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, we had uh, Trevor show up on his FJR. Oh, nice. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then uh, Jen showed up riding on the back of her own bike. <laughs> yeah. Her, her son Stone was riding it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because uh, Jen had read previously someone unnamed had posted that it's going to be cold. Mm-hmm. And she was worried she did not have appropriate clothing for did that. Did I lie? No. You didn't lie. But that made her not want to come. Oh, sorry. So I was like. Tell you what, because we go to the gym together sometimes. Sure, I was like, yeah. tell you what, I'll bring the Ural. You can ride in the tub. I'll put a blanket in there. You can get all comfy. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. have a cup of ch- hot chocolate, whatever. Mm-hmm. You got the windshield, wind protection. And so she was like, okay, yeah, okay. So I was I was there on the Ural. Mm-hmm. And uh, every time we were going up a hill, it was like, and there goes the Ural. Pretty much any time you guys just twisted gas. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> twisted gas. I was just like, well, I'll catch up with you. <laughs> well, I figured, you know, and every time we'd stop, the Euro would show up a minute and a half later, so big deal. Was it a minute and a half? Okay, yeah, I was like, like we were two five minutes. minutes or something. Man. It was like two, three minutes most of the time. It was okay. nothing. Jen and I had our own ride, essentially. Yep. We were just like tooling around. Do, 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 do. <laughs> yeah, well, and we went up early, which, which almost killed Chuck. Uh, in fact, I would like to give you a dramatic reading from, from Chuck's our homemade text poetry. It's a song. It's a song? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know there was a song. It's a song. That's... I'll sing it for you once you get to the okay. appropriate part. Let me yeah. uh, okay. let me bring it up to... Okay. I composed a whole song in my head. Yes. Yes, you did. It... Okay. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, I posted, I'm across the road next to Greg, another listener who turned out to be a listener, on a strom. Parking lot is a madhouse. So the place we met was Logan's Hotel, and Logan's Hotel was full of Chinese tourists. There were, I shit you not, three buses, and I bet you a lot of Chinese tourists are going home with pictures of the bandit sidecar. (laughs) This is uh, 10 minutes to 8, by the way. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Logan says, okay, about to walk out of my room. Now, Chuck responds with his magnum opus, eat all the dicks, 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 eat all the dicks, eat them dicks. (laughs) Yes. That was Chuck. Eat them dicks early in the morning. Come on, Todd. Stuff them in your face. Dicks, dicks, dicks. Eat all the dicks. Dicks, dicks, dicks. Eat them dicks. I was singing that in my helmet the whole way to the, the hotel. <laughs> yeah, apparently Chuck doesn't like to get up early. I don't. Because the next day I had to wake up at 6 a.m. on a Sunday to work. Yeah, my but, weekend was shot. But I got you up at 6 a.m. to do something fun. And here's the thing. We had... A private road the whole way over Wolf Creek. Uh, yeah, which I really appreciated on my Ural going 45 miles an hour. <laughs> so that you didn't have anyone piled up behind you. Because <laughs> that would bother me. <laughs> when's, the last, when's the last time you rode the Ural with nobody right behind you honking their horn and flipping you off? Um, the last time I went up Wolf Creek <laughs> when I was going on that trip to Colorado, it was empty. Because oh, it was okay. the middle of a weekday. Oh, right, yeah. yeah so right. it was empty there, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> It's just, it was a little bit scarier because I had no one in the sidecar for Every ballast. Every time around a right corner. So it was a lot easier with Jen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's amazing how be- much better the sidecars handle with a passenger. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, so we went up, we went up Wolf Creek. It was uh, everybody was a uh, good bunch of riders, yeah. safe bunch of riders, Very which is always nice. Mm-hmm. Very responsible, giving each other space, and doing really well. I was expecting to be going really slow and have a lot of people stacked up behind me on the sidecar. Um, <laughs> that, that didn't happen. <laughs> Logan told me some things. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, he was just like, "Wow, Todd really just railed it." <laughs> some things huh i'm like yeah todd was probably in sitting there in his helmet going holy shit i've got weight in the sidecar now <laughs> i want to see what this can do and <laughs> yeah, we may have we may have been i came around so yeah i, w- I was having a great time the the bandit is quite turny mm-hmm. it's quite a turny sidecar mm-hmm. um you know it takes some effort but once you put the effort in and if you're getting on it boy that thing will turn mm-hmm. uh, it was great and just planted to the road. Just lovely, lovely riding. Um, yeah, so there were a couple times. We got to the S turn. We got to the lower S turn. And I, I went around it. And I looked back to make sure everybody's okay. Because last time I was in Wolf Creek with people I didn't know, mm-hmm. somebody crashed on the lower S turn. Well, they target fixed it on the guard. Sure, really, yeah. Typical bullshit. Yeah. Um, they're like, there was, there was gravel on the road. I'm like, really? Because your friend on the Daytona and I just went through there at like 60. And one of the guys who went with us, this was his first time. Oh yeah, first time going over Wolf so, Creek. Yeah, yeah, but still, everyone was very. Yep. Everyone was doing well. They yeah. were they were being you know riding their own ride, which mm-hmm. you know I'm glad they took that advice. But yeah, I went around that. And I looked back and like all the headlights were just like. Whoop. <laughs> it's like, huh? I guess I, I hit that one a little hypothetically. <laughs> After the ride, Logan was like, you know, I, I wish we had swapped at the cafe. I could have rode and back with you in the Ural, but Jen looked really comfortable with the blanket and stuff. <laughs> I was like, was Todd scary? He's like, yeah, he's a little scary. <laughs> I didn't think I was that scary. I'm super scary. Okay. <laughs> Admittedly, now, Logan was... is a new writer. That's true. <laughs> Logan's a new writer. I, I may have been carrying a little more pepper in than Logan was comfortable. And the funny thing was, is I didn't feel like I was, I wasn't feeling like on the edge at any point. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, yeah, we're, we're trucking along, but mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not pushing it too hard. I'm not, I'm not scaring, you know. He did also say, you know, I'm glad I went in the sidecar with you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you mentioned that to me. That road was just too technical for where I am right mm-hmm. now. Yep. And, you know, Todd. that's why i take the baffle out of the exhaust so i can't hear the monkey screaming (laughs) turns out turns out i wasn't making that up but yeah i there was there was one part um you you know the racetrack on the top so the top of wolf creek has this section i call the racetrack because there's about four not super tight turns about medium tight turns in a row like a a zigzag like a track Mm -hmm. with perfect sight lines you can see all the way to the end Mm -hmm. of it I come around that corner and I am typically getting in the triple digit zone around then. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I come around the corner kind of slow until I get the sight lines. And as soon as I have a straight sight line, I just basically wail on it. Mm-hmm. So I wail on it and I go around two things and I come around the corner and there's a fucking sheepdog oh, yeah, who wanders up out of the dog. ditch into the road and a whole bunch of sheep behind him. I mean, like the yeah. entire hillside above him is covered with sheep yeah. where it's hidden behind the trees. So yeah. I'm like, drop anchor <laughs> and these sheep dogs weren't shy they were not shy they wanted right up to her and they're like fuck you they wandered up and barked at me and <laughs> tried to herd they, they, so there was a silver car in front of me that i also had to slow down for mm. and they were trying to herd the silver car because i guess they thought it looked like a sheep <laughs> and, you know then apparently they tried to herd us see when i, when I by the time we caught up to them you know, the sheep dog i'm going Dirty, because <laughs> it's uphill. <laughs> the sheepdog's trotting next to us, and I could just see him saying, "You need to get the fuck away from my slightly mentally handicapped brothers in the pack." <laughs> yes, <laughs> they're not. They don't understand. They don't get it. I'm just going to bark at you until you go away. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, 
I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm trying my best. <laughs> Get through that pack, and then his, that dog's brother is waiting on the other side of that pack. Mm-hmm. What are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that helite looked like a goddamn sail on you. I know, right? It's it's kind of ridiculous. It was hanging down almost to your knees. I, it's it's bad. It do, it definitely hangs past your butt. It. it it's like a, a great coat on you of some kind of waistcoat, yeah, yeah. which was funny. Yeah. And the complete opposite of the problem I had. <laughs> which is that you're stuffed in your suit like a sausage. <sighs> Chuck's suit was bought when Chuck was slightly paunchy and did not have muscles. Any muscles, apparently. Not not much, not, not you know, not no-neck head crusher muscles. <laughs> I, it was uh, both that and my warm and safe. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was stuffed right in there. It was, I was like a sausage in his link. It was, uh, it was not comfortable, mm. but I never got cold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and getting out of it took effort and help. Yep, I bet. Yeah, just a uh, shoehorn, a team of five stout men to man the bellows, uh, or Jen. It was Jen. Or Jen. She was hanging off the back, trying <laughs> to get it off of my shoulders. <laughs> I'm just like, oh god, I'm not this mobile. <laughs> Nothing on me bends like that. Mm-hmm. But it was a fun ride. I'm, yeah. I'm glad it happened. Definitely glad it happened. I'm sorry, I scared Logan. I didn't mean to. <laughs> that was not my intention. Sorry, dude. <laughs> uh, you know, he's good. He's yeah. fun. But uh, hey, I hope we. I, I'd like to do it again. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm thinking we should do this again. As long as we keep getting people who ride their own ride and are, you know, just kind of chill and fun yeah. to ride with them. Hey, great. Yeah. Next time I can be on a bike that's... Uh, that can go 50? That can go 50, like yeah. the Buell or the, mm-hmm. the Triumph. Yep. Or, you know, I, more accurately, maybe next time I'll, I'll be on a bike that's running. Because mm-hmm. the Earl's not running Chuck. anymore. What did you do? Right now. So here's the thing. <laughs> All good stories begin this way. There, there is a elbow fitting. It goes from the air box of the of the Ural to the block. Oh, sure, the engine breather, the breather tube, yeah, the blowout tube, yeah. And on the Ural, it broke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, it started puking oil all over the side of the engine. A little bit of oil. The, the, what I noticed was I, I would get exhaust smoke yeah, coming yeah, up yeah. the front. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I had looked on um, Soviet steeds, mm-hmm. and people were debating just doing away with it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they, they put the breather pipe in, but instead of running it to the box, they just run it down. It off. Yeah, Some it people off. put a little filter on to catch the gunk. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so it's, this isn't life-threatening. This, this ain't a big deal. Yeah. So that's why on Saturday, I'm like, I just ran it that way. Yep. And you looked at me and you're like, hey, that that's broken. Yep. <laughs> I was like, I know. I've got a spare part. I bought a $4 fitting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, you know, you could just jury rig it this way. You could just screw a metal one in there yep, or whatever. that's what I did. Just, and I'm like, just took a metal one in there. Okay, I could do that, but I've got the part. Yeah, sure. So, How, you know, 15 minutes, this is going to be fine. Unscrew old, put in new. Right. Yeah. About that. That's neat. Yeah, that that'd be that's yeah, that'd be neat. What happened instead, Chuck? So the uh, you know this elbow fitting, one side smooth that goes through the tube. Mm-hmm. The other, the part that goes into the block is threaded. Yeah, so you thread it in the block, and, and it's the threaded kind of part plastic had snapped off. 
Yeah, okay. so it's in the so book. That's the usual failure way of those. So I'm trying to, to back it out by jamming various things into the sides mm-hmm. and kind of turning, turning it. it. Sure. Um, one of the first things I tried to jam in was a file. Hmm. And I didn't jam in the pointy end. I, I jammed in the square end of it. Sure. Yeah. You know, maybe a quarter inch yeah, right. square. To see if it would stick enough that you could turn it. Right. As soon as it starts to turn, you turn it with your hands. Well, no, this was jammed in really hard. Oh, okay. I had I had to use a tool the whole time I was backing it out oh, until wow, I got okay. it out enough that I could put vice grips on it and oh, turn it up was that it cross-threaded way. or something? And I don't know. Hmm. I don't. I okay. just assumed it was jammed in there. Hmm. But yeah, so it, I'm getting ahead of myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm using that file, and I got maybe a quarter turn in, mm-hmm. and I kind of readjusted it to jam it again, and there's a little snap. And I pulled the file out, and it's missing the tip. Oh, no. <laughs> and the tip had gone into the block. Oh, no. <laughs> right down the gear tower, too. Right down the gear tower. I'm like, maybe I got lucky. So I go to the kickstart, and I just push it down, and it hangs. Oh, no, Jack. And I'm like... Oh, no. You didn't. You should... No, don't turn the... <laughs> so now you have a piece of file jammed between two of your gears in there. Yeah. Oh, God. I didn't know that part. Yeah. I figured you just dropped it in and immediately called me. No. Because this is, this is, I know about all this stuff in advance because this is the, this is the basic Chuck breaking something sequence. Break thing, stare at it for a minute in disbelief. Yeah. Poke at it for a minute. Call Todd. Part of my poking at it was like, maybe it fell all the way through. Mm-hmm. Like all the way to the bottom? Yeah. Okay. And it's sitting in the sump, maybe. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, well, if I if I can get the, the kickstart lever all the way down and up, maybe I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. It hung up right away. Sure, yeah. Because it's sitting, no doubt, between the teeth of two years where it's thoroughly jammed now. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Great. That's a thing. That's a thing. So you gotta, you're going to have to take off the front cover of the engine which is like the size of a skateboard. Yeah. Um, and in there, fortunately inside, it's nothing but gears. I mean, there's just, it's just like a From the pictures, it looks like, yeah, I'm it's just going to have to drain the oil, get drain that the cover oil, off. Get the cover off. You'll need a new gasket because uh, you inevitably will rip the old one. Okay. Um, but yeah, once the cover's off, the tricky part will just be figuring out where it is in the gears. Hopefully you can see it. Um, I'm hoping it'll be pretty And visible. then you'll have to turn the gears backwards a little. Mm-hmm. Um, which actually should be able to just put a wrench on the end of the crankshaft and turn them the right way. Yeah, I don't think I'll have to turn it that much. I mean, no, you may, you I might may even need be to able take to the just... spark plugs out so you don't fight the compression. But other than that, you just turn it a little to get it out. As yeah. soon as it's free, you just fish it out and you're done. Yeah, I might even be able to just pry it out. If the, I don't know. I doubt if it's like really... Sh- I would not try to force anything in there. Okay. Those are So the gears in the more modern Urals are the Herzog gears. Yeah. And they're pretty tight tolerance gears. Like they're... Okay. I mean, they're nice and they're they're bulletproof, but like you don't want to... You don't want to mangle them. Okay. So... So I might have to uh, try to back it up a little bit. Yeah, which if you take the spark plugs out, shouldn't be a huge deal. Just unscrew them out? Yeah, just unscrew them. Because okay. if you have the spark plugs in, then when you try to go backwards, the engine will try to compress... I'm not exactly sure how that'll work, but yeah, generally yeah, speaking, unscrewing them is yeah. no big deal. Unscrewing them is no big deal, and it's good. Well, you know, so here's the thing. I don't. There's not a lot of space in there. You know that. No, no, no. And I've got the two into one headers that mm-hmm. goes across the front of the motor. Ah. Uh, so I've got to get the headers off. Ugh. And they are they are stubborn. 
They're in there, huh? They're in there pretty hard. Okay. I was going to just try to get the one header off, mm -hmm. disconnect it at the Y. Yeah. It's not happening. Not I'm going to have happen. to take both the headers off. Ugh. So I'm going to have to bang those fuckers off. Uh. <laughs> and then I'm I'm hoping I'll have enough room at that point to drain it. and to actually take the, drain it and take the cover off. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. And now, and, and that's not it. That's not all. Mm -hmm. So. But wait. There's wait, wait, more. there's more because it's me. <laughs> you know how we were talking about the shade tree mechanic thing and, mm -hmm. and stuff? Mm -hmm. I'm the anti poster for that. Mm. I'm like the anti drug for the shade tree mechanic. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not going to write it for a while. I'm, I'm going to take my time on this, whatever. My daughter is already angry about that. Mm -hmm. She expressed that yesterday. Yeah. Um, so I, I hooked it up to the tender. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, put it up on tender. Red Monday, the red light's blinking. It's charging. Mm -hmm. uh, when I get home from work, it's green. It's charged. It's it's in maintenance. I'm mm -hmm. like, groovy. Look at Tuesday, still in maintenance. Everything's fine. I'm walking by Wednesday. It's blinking red. Hmm. Like you know, under the 12 volt indicator, it's just like, eh, eh. That's not eh. good. No, it's not good. I'm like, that's weird. So I unplug it, plug it back in, straight back to blinking, not even charging mm -hmm. at all. Yeah. So I like turn the motor on, or I'm sorry, not turn the motor. I turn the system on. Mm -hmm. Lights don't even turn on. Oi. And I'm like, did you boil it off? Why is it doing this? Could it, the, maybe the tender? It's possible you boil it off of the tender, especially if the tender is not doing its job right. Like the tender is supposed to keep it from boiling off, but if you keep pumping power into a battery that can't hold anymore, it's got to go somewhere, right? Yeah. And it'll boil if it's if it's a uh, a water acid battery, it'll boil that water off. I mean, these are the same tenders I used last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and it was saying is it was in maintenance. It was in uh huh, right? But yeah, no, it's it's my bike and my stuff, so and therefore it clearly needs to go fuck itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so I'm just like, now you're frightening me because I got the Strom on a tender back at home. I haven't touched that. You're fine. <laughs> Good point. When's the last time I even touched never a strong? Seen that tender. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never even seen it. Except, you know, there are those times I've get, gone in your garage without you walking mm -hmm. your dog. Mm -hmm. I'm sure I didn't touch everything. <laughs> there is still no, running, isn't it? No chance in the world I took my pants off in your garage and got on the strong. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's a really nice seat, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's me i just can't have three running bikes no it seems it's like they're like they're in collusion yeah it's like when my kids are at night like one kid's sleeping the other one's like well i think i'll wake up bill's running great so, uh, the mirror's like dust the dunya <laughs> <laughs> yeah it has been fun yeah 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 so that's uh that's the thing yeah. i'm uh yeah. <laughs> my daughter Hang was just there, like Chuck. why why is the euro broken i'm like because your daddy is bad at I bikes <laughs> <laughs> but she's like i want to ride it i know <laughs> i bet you do i went i went and bought an impact hammer to mount a tire changer to my uh floor oh okay yeah john gave me his old tire changer did you go directly to the, the garage floor or did you do I'm going to go directly to the garage floor. Okay. Yeah, because I'm 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 going to be doing it by myself. Realistically, you're not going to do it on a piece of plywood and hope your weight holds it down like John. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> um, basically, because yeah, I'm going to be doing it by myself, and I'm like terrified of this thing with the tire on it falling over on me. Mm. 
because um, you know who am I going to call for help? My wife inside, and she could probably tow it off of me. Mm-hmm. But then there's going to be two kids running around the garage while they're towing it off of me. You call no, me. Yeah, that's true. Chuck, come get me. You okay for now? Well, I'm bleeding a lot. Yeah, I'm bringing fine. a camera. <laughs> uh, don't worry. As soon as I touch it to get it off you, it'll just fall apart. Yeah. <laughs> 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 spring. Boy, oh, 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 oh. Why, why is there a spring in it? There's not even uh, a spring. I don't know. <laughs> there's, there's, there's a spring. But yeah, I'm, I'm figuring it was really nice of him to give it to me because he, he basically was tired of tripping over it. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> Does he not change his own tires much? No, or? not anymore. No. It didn't matter enough for it to be an issue. Mm. When he had a race bike, it was you know a huge money saver for him. Oh yeah, yeah, because those are tires, tires like, like nuts. business. But uh, yeah, so for me, it's useful because I can you just try to imagine this for a minute as I show up at one of the shops with a car tire and a motorcycle rim. I'm like, hey, can you mount these together? Dark side, yo. They're <laughs> <laughs> gonna be like, go away. Dark side. Yeah. Isn't that what they call it? That's what they call it when they mount the uh, car tire to the uh, the cruiser? There's a group in town called Dark Side. Yeah. Dark Side Riders. Oh, okay. They're just sports bike guys. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, usually, <laughs> they have vests. Usually usually the Dark Side is the, the they call that, the, the Dark Side means the mounting the car tire on the motorcycle tire. And there are some true believers out there. Of the Dark Side. You. Oh, yeah. It's so much better. Well, you know, because with the sidecar, it's going to give me better grip. I'm going to get a snow tire on it. Yeah. And, um, you know, just... More contact patch. Sure, yeah. And it's a sidecar rig, so... So it never know. leans except when flying the tub. I mean, there's cruiser guys who are like, I put car tires on mine. Yeah. <laughs> because they don't lean either. Well, <laughs> you know, that's fair. Because Harley driver- riders are weak. Mm-hmm. Weak and flabby. Foreshadowing. Dun, dun, dun. It's awesome. On to some fine bikes. Classifieds. Mm-hmm. 87 Suzuki Trike, 800cc, 5-speed. This looks like an old Marauder. New trike kit on back, new tire on front. Runs great. Bought new Honda trike, need to sell. Wait a minute. Okay, 3,800. Okay. Eh? 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 It's a trike? It's a trike. It does, it does bother me that the back wheels look like wagon wheels. I'm just uh, going to throw that out. They're like lawnmower wheels, There's yeah. There's distinctly lawnmower back-looking wheels, yeah. which I, I'm going to go with aren't rated for a lot of speed and you need to take a better picture really yes here's yeah. a picture here's a blurry picture from a distance yeah, mm. yeah it's all right. okay all right so it's a boring trike here's you one know, could be worse 1943 euro motorcycle with sidecar wow could 20, be a lot worse 2500 dollars. 1943 euro motorcycle with sidecar was taken apart for painting and never done motor and trans is not apart all nuts and bolts were bagged 2500 dollars. no texting calls cash only Wow. So the picture of this is not what you would expect. Um, the picture is, in fact, that of a rusty frame. It's a rusty frame and a box of parts behind it. Uh-huh. And a bucket of parts behind it. Yes. And then, like, a bunch of body parts behind it. Uh-huh. All uh-huh. sitting on a pallet. Yes. In the dirt. <laughs> Some assembly required. Yes. He should have put that line in this. It would have been awesome. Bargain of the century. Some assembly right required. And that frame looks r- rusted the fuck. Yep. <laughs> Now the funny the funny part about this is I wonder what shape the sidecar is in. Because uh, if the tub is in okay shape, I think he right. had a picture of that somewhere else, but I didn't save it. Because mm. if the tub's in okay shape, somebody might buy it just for that for, for the tub. Junk the rest. I mm-hmm. mean, that's you know whatever. That's not unreasonable at all. I keep having this weird fantasy of replacing the Ural sidecar with fiberglass one. Because mm-hmm. I think it'd have more pickup then. <laughs> Yes. It would weigh some. considerably less. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I, I, I mean, mine, weigh, mine weighs nothing when you get it off the body. So, you know, then I could maybe hit 50 miles an hour. No. <laughs> <laughs> the sidecar on a Ural is not light, but it's not that heavy either. Mm. It's mostly sheet metal, right? Is it? By and large. I thought it was pretty substantial. Yeah, it is actually. Remember when we tried to drill through it? Yeah, well, that was with your shitty drill. <laughs> my my cordless goes vroom through the side of the Ural. <laughs> oh. All right, moving on. Moving on, a 2003 fuck? XB9S. It's a Buell. Ooh, yeah, that's it's a Buell. Cool. And what they've done is they've taken the fake tank and they put LEDs inside the fake tank so it glows. That's uh-huh. awesome. Looks like an alien head. Extremely clean and well-maintained. Female-owned. Because that matters. One-of-a-kind custom see-through tank. That matters. <laughs> Two-inch drop seat. Fresh tires, fresh oil, new front master cylinder, new pads front and rear, new stem bearings, new wheel bearings, zero issues that weren't fixed by replacing all the things. <laughs> this bike gets tons of comments at night. Extremely easy to ride and maintain. I think some of those comments are, that's not legal, here's your ticket. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's matter. blue. <laughs> yes, it's a bright blue light under the tank. And it's cool as crap. It's not just under a tank. She, oh, it looks yeah. like she's, she's got, got LED too. Yeah, afterglow yeah. that's blue. So unless that's color modulating, mm-hmm. that's not legal. Yeah. <laughs> no matter how cool you think Tron is. Yeah, it looks cool as crap. It looks it, very um, cool. It, Yeah, probably. The, you can't do that. But I bought the bike and it's custom. Yeah. yeah. About that. Here's here's the ticket. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> ticket. <laughs> That's uh yeah. I mean that that does look cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that being a lot of trouble. Actually, the other thing I'm thinking about is like, are you really going to want that in your peripheral vision when you're trying to ride? That's true. It's going to be it's like it's going to like light up the inside light, of your helmet. Yeah, does that make it harder to? Yeah, it's going to be really hard to see at night. Yeah. And blue's bad for night vision. Yeah, that's just uh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I think it looks neat sitting it is still. It's pretty cool. Oh yeah, it looks awesome sitting yeah. still. I could see that yeah. becoming a problem. Yeah, I mean, if rapidly. you're in the kickstand club at all, that's the bike. This to is have. the bike to have. Yeah. The bike. This is the one everybody's looking at. The kickstand club. With little, Along, like little purple spots on their vision afterwards. Looking at it like, what kind of bike is that? What is that? <laughs> is that an alien bike? An alien from space. Space from space. All right, next up. 79 Yamaha XS650 for sale, two thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Up for trade. With a douche on it with the uh, bandana around his face. Yeah, and, a, and an army helmet. Mm. Up for trade and sell is my 79 XS650 Bobber. Custom hardtail. Custom patina paint job. Full custom exhaust. Ape handers. Custom grips. Custom battery box. Kickstart only. Just about everything on his bike is custom. Willing to trade for dirt bikes. <laughs> Preferably Yamaha. Uh, inquiries only. First to have cash in hand or trade takes it. Well... I don't want it. No. <laughs> I, no, yet another, yet another, I have sunk a lot of money into an old crappy bike. Yeah. And uh, look how custom it is. It's definitely a look. He had it, he had a dream. He had a dream. I like his custom patina paint job best because he's made it to look like it's a rust bucket. Yeah. Or has he? Did he in fact just take a rusty tank and, wait for it, spray clear coat over it? Is it just me, or does he look like he's wearing the auto-lacing boots from Back in the Future 2? It does look a little like that, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. With his, you know, black army helmet yeah. and bandana. Mm-hmm. Which well, he fails on because it doesn't have a skull. Yes. Well, th- you know that he's cool because he's got the bandana. 
Yeah, and the wrapped pipes and headers. And now, why he feels the need to be sitting on the bike in the picture puzzles me. Because <laughs> I'm just going to throw this out. It looks like he's sitting on it, but it is on its side stand. Is it? Or is that so. his foot? Look at how tilted the bike is. Is it tilted? I think it's tilted. No, maybe he's holding it upright. I don't... Well, but he, Really, why do you... Unless what? you're a hot chick. <laughs> using your boobs to sell the bike. Yeah, yeah. Because no one's looking at that going... Yeah, this bike is cool. That guy's awesome. I want to be this guy. He's cool. He's got a hoodie and jeans and, and a, a vest and, over and a pen. Leather vest. And a... So cool. No. Must have it. It will be mine. Now, this last ad... This one's of the century. Is very interesting. Mm hmm. Allow me. $4,500, 2006 Buell Ulysses. Really? Right here in Utah. Yeah. Very nice Buell Ulysses. Great bike, large foot pegs, and adjustable heated handlebar grips. Adjustable windshield, extra seat up. Graded dual high performance exhaust. Sounds great, runs great, always serviced as needed. Used as commuting to work mostly. 46,000 miles. So, look at the windshield on that bike. I am looking at the windshield on the bike, and you know, it's funny thing about that is, I have looked at that windshield on that bike before. You've seen that before. I have seen that before. And that's not a stock windshield, on a, and it's not even on a stock mount. No. That is a California scientific windshield, mm-hmm. tall windshield, on a Madstad adjustable mount. Identical to what I have in the Strom. Mm-hmm. And uh, suspiciously familiar. S- very much so. Suspiciously familiar. <laughs> and that exhaust is also very familiar. I've definitely seen that somewhere before. I think at the time it was shooting fire. <laughs> yes. It would shoot fireballs yes, I have. out its This ass. is, in fact, Chuck's old Ulysses of Wheel Nerds fame. It is. You, too, can own Chuck's old Ulysses of Wheel Nerds fame. <laughs> we do not recommend it because it is Chuck's old Ulysses of Wheel Nerds fame. Apparently, after I sold it, it was fixed and has been running since. It has about 10,000 more miles on it than when I had it. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So, you know. Always serviced as needed, except my previous one. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, there's my old bike. Apparently it's back. And running. It lives. And the guy wants uh, $4,500, which seems a little stupid. Deep to me. Well, considering I sold it for fifteen hundred, yeah, <laughs> in its explodey state, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where people were about to have a fist fight over it in my garage, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a thing. Mm-hmm. It is indeed a thing. I'm tempted to call him and be like, "Does it explode? Does it? Make Does it still do that? Noises and shoot fire at it? Are you the guy that bought it for me?" I didn't think he lived in Nephi, which is this. That's kind of far. No, well, so he I could have moved there to he do moved. things. Yeah, could have been through many hands since then. Could have been. Could be that this is the latest looking for a chump. <laughs> it's great. Mostly used it for commuting. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, not a trap. <laughs> Don't ride for more than forty-five minutes. Mm-mm. It will explode. Yeah, I I don't know. Mm. There it is, though. Available now. The old Chuck Ulysses. The Chuck Ulysses. As seen at such beautiful places as Dead Buell Point, in parts on Chuck's floor. <laughs> yeah. If you... It, folks, did you have a magical moment at Dead Buell Point? 
If so, this is your chance to relive that moment. The very Buell from Dead Buell Point is now available for sale. I hate you so much. So much. Let's let's talk to someone I will hate less. Okay. Maybe. And we're on with Ted Kettler, one of the hosts of the Motorcycle Men podcast, because we're doing like a cultural exchange and shit. Yeah, apparently. We're, we're cool. Other podcasts. Hi, Ted. Hi, guys. You better not be trying to horn in on our huge podcast dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, this is a motorcycle podcast that's actually active. Oh, take that, the pace. What? what, what? <laughs> oh, God, you went there. He did, big time. So I've been, I've been listening to Motorcycle Men for the last couple of days in preparation. Um, sorry, sorry to hear that. Yes, you, you owe me something. Uh, no, so Motorcycle Men's a trio podcast. Um, they're much more, they're, they're a different tribe than we are. Uh-huh. Very much the Harley tribe. The Harley tribe, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Do y'all have like beards and dress like pirates? Um, not me. You don't have to edit that out. Well, Ted uh, has long hair in fairness. Yes, I do. Well, I got long hair too. And on the beard. Uh, I have, yeah, live, I, my brother Chris, I think is the only one who has, no, my brother Tim and my brother Chris both have facial hair. Not me. I should be riding a Harley. Seems like it. Yeah. Maybe you'd have better luck with it. I've got long hair, a beard, tattoos, mm-hmm. earrings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Middle-aged. I'm yeah. on the wrong together. Clearly, you've chosen poorly. <laughs> well, I'm kind of on a Harley. A Buell, it's got a Harley motor. Counts. Yeah, it wants to be a Harley very bad. But it would have to be so much slower. It's a better Harley than a Harley. That was cruel. <laughs> well, as Eric Buell said, he said, boy, we, we made some of the fastest sportster motors around. You know why I rock? Because my wife just brought me ice cream. Oh, my God. I'm over. I, I'm filled with insane jealousy. What flavor? Uh, vanilla with chocolate syrup and whipped cream. Your wife does that for you? Wow. Yeah, she, my, my wife is awesome, man. My wife would laugh at me. She'd be like, cook it yourself. You know where it is. That's yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Wow, nice, nicely done. So, so how did uh, motorcycle men get started? What is it? Uh, the brothers had the idea. Was there beer involved? It's all my fault. I was actually listening to the pace, <laughs> and you're like, "Oh my god!" You know, I said, "Wow!" You know, at first when I was listening to those guys, I said, "Man, they really hate cruisers, man." <laughs> and, and, and as I listened, I, I realized that uh, uh, you know what, these guys are all right, you know. And then, well. I discovered you guys, and uh, and you're like, like, "Wow, these guys really hate cruisers." <laughs> <laughs> Actually, this guy said, well, "These guys really hate pace." And then, uh, <laughs> so I thought, uh, <laughs> I said, "Well, you know what? Why don't I do this? Because I don't hear anything out there about cruisers." And I just start because you know I'm a Harley guy, and I thought, "What the hell?" Mm-hmm. So I, I got my two uh, sibling brothers involved. Oh, okay. They, there you have it. Now, in fairness, we have both ridden cruisers. We oh, both yes. owned cruisers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you saw the light. Well, we sold them. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> what you said? I had mine for a year. What'd you have? Uh, a Suzuki M50. Well, you had a Suzuki. There's the problem. <laughs> I had the Volusia, which was you know the M50 with with bigger fenders, and I rode the wheels off that thing for a year. I put like fifteen thousand miles on that in about eight months of riding. Really? That's, yeah. that's imp- and then the problem a- was is my wife is short, and so the thing about the cruiser configuration is. Like, even with a step seat, they're uh-huh. basically looking at the DOT on the back of your helmet. Mm. Yeah. Well, 
So I went to the Strom where the step is big between the seats. You know, there's a good like six, seven inch boost between the seats. And suddenly she could see over and she loved life. And, mm. You know, also I could lean it way over without that <laughs> around every single corner. I don't Think, like that. Either. Things were getting silly on the Volusia. Uh, Volusia sounds like a disease, something you need a shot for. Well, apparently it's a, it's a county in Florida, so you're not far off. That's why they renamed it to the M50, mm-hmm. which just sounds cool. Um, hey, you know, I'm really fond of the Strom. It's a lovely bike. It is. You know, I tell you what, I, I have, for some reason, I have this attraction to the V-Strom. I don't know why, but I do. And secretly deep down, way down deep inside. Deep I in the part where they won't actually have you buy one. Exactly. No, no, that's not true. If I had the money, I probably would. It's either that or the Tenere. Yeah, I've, having ridden both, the Tenere is is better mannered um, in terms of the engine, but that kind of honestly is, makes it a little boring. Yeah. I like the Tenere. I thought it was pretty cool. It's good. The only thing I didn't like about it was how far I felt away from everything. That's the weird thing. There's tons <laughs> of bike in front of you with a V-Strom or with a Cruiser or, you know, like a big, like the, uh, what was it we rode, the, uh, the Road Glide? Yeah. And, you know, there's tons of crap in front of you, but it doesn't feel like it's a mile away. I think it's because the Tenere has a... It's got that gauge cluster that's like, I mean, it's it's like as big as your hand and it's a mile from you. It is kind of far, though. I mean, I remember being able to reach straight out and barely touch the windshield tip on the, yeah. uh, the Tenere. A friend of mine, uh, Kevin, at the Throttled Podcast, that's what he rides, hmm. and he, he has things to say about it. Yeah. But having never ridden one, I wouldn't know. Hmm. <laughs> what, you can't get test rides at Japanese dealers, Ted? Um, geez, uh, let me think. Um... No? <laughs> I don't know why. You don't look like me, do you? Um, must count? No. It's the, it's the long hair. That's it right there. That's a that's the dead giveaway. They people also, look. in fairness, don't let people with short hair ride me that I've tried. Well, so. Oh. so people in between, maybe? They don't let people who haven't bought the bike ride them. Yes. Oh, oh, oh that's the problem. That's the problem. Yeah. You need to buy the bike first, mm-hmm. and then you can test ride you it. You ride anything you want. As long as you buy it first. Right. Yeah. Can you let you sit on it? Gently. Oh. Sometimes. I see a lot of them with the, the printed sign that says do not sit. Yeah, I ignore the shit out of that sign. <laughs> I'm going to say that right now. You put that sign up, I consider that a dare. What if it says sold? Eh, I probably won't sit on it then. <laughs> Todd's like, that's when I take off my pants. <laughs> I'm going to warm the seat up for you. <laughs> sold. Here's a little bit of something to remember me by. <laughs> Let me teabag your tenery. That one, that one always blows my mind, just because they're like sold. I'm like, then take it off the fucking floor, right? We don't well, have anywhere to put it. Thing, hey, just do that to say, hey, look, we sell bikes. We sold, we sell this bike. Also, also, I find it weird because it's like sold, and like, so where's the owner? Because like, <laughs> if I buy a bike, I'm gonna get on it and you know, like, drive right away. away. <laughs> that being the point of buying them. You would think. No, see, their, their their philosophy over Yamaha is you buy the bike, leave it for 30 days so you can think about it. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And so you can prove to the general public that we actually sell them. It's like a waiting period? You know, I bet it's if someone buys the bike and then they have to go out, find a friend who knows how to actually ride the bike, <laughs> ride it back uh-huh. to their house for them where they can promptly fall over. Oh, okay. That all hangs together. Because, you know, there's a lot of dudes that just, they don't have any idea how to ride a bike and then they'll go buy it, you know. Sixer. I'll get my friend to ride home for me. It's cool. I'll respect this bike. So so that brings us to Ted. How did you get into riding? What do you ride? 
well, I, I'll, I'll start. tell you. It's a, it's a Harley. We'll start with that. That's what I ride now. Gasp. Uh, <laughs> it's a 2003 Soft Arrow Heritage Classic 100th Anniversary Edition. Oh, nice bit of kit. Uh, that's what I got. It's a, it's smooth. You know, it's a cool Soft, bike. Soft Tail is a good platform. You know what? If you want smooth, if you want comfortable, if you want no rattle, no shake, mm-hmm. that's what you get. You get a Soft Tail model. <laughs> I thought he was going to be like, if you want smooth, you want no shake, you want no rattle, don't buy this. Buy a different bike. <laughs> <laughs> you buy a Honda. <laughs> Have you know, my first bike was a uh, 1976 uh, Suzuki 125, and I can't forget the model. Uh, remember the name or the model? It was. I was in the Navy at the time when I bought this thing. Ooh, a sailor. Yeah, it had uh, gobs of problems, and I sold it with more gobs of problems. <laughs> but did you make a profit on it? Uh, I no, actually, I, I I broke even. Good enough. So. Yeah, which is- when was this? 1977. 77. Oh, okay. So yeah. So it was newish. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm an old fart. The, the, was there the problem in the military at the time that um, guys were buying bikes and then promptly dying on them? Uh, well, now I was stationed in Guantanamo at oh, the time. Okay. Bought it. And uh, my the only riding I managed to do without a license, by the way, was around the barracks area. Uh, because I said the bike had problems, so I really couldn't go very far. <laughs> How did that bike get to Guantanamo? Uh, some guy bought it and he brought it with him, and then he sold it to another guy who was shipping out. And then that guy was sold it to another guy who was shipping out. And then they sold it to me, a, a dumb kid who just shipped in. So how do you, I, mean, I thought sailors get very little space to bring stuff. Uh, they do get very little space, but somewhere there's somebody who works in the engine room or the hold <laughs> or the hangar. Just, Actually, I was stationed as a naval air station that I was stationed at. Mm -hmm. So we were ground based. You know, we didn't, we weren't on a boat. I'm the only sailor in naval history to never be uh, stationed on a boat. The dry Navy. I've heard of them. Yes. Yes. Not to be confused with the air army. (laughs) (laughs) You see that that thing about how seamen weren't being, sailors were not seamen anymore or something like that. So. Yeah, yeah. Mike was talking about, you know, they're going to rename the Navy next. I was suggesting <laughs> the, the Army. Sea Force. Sea Force is good. That sounds pretty cool, right? Sea Force? Yeah. Like it could be a movie or something. Sea Force. Okay. Starring Kiefer Sutherland. So you got this shit bag Other bike people. and you're riding around Cuba at yeah. 100 yards at a time. That's right. Stop, yes. fix, get back on. Then I, and then I got out of the Navy and then, uh, oh gosh, 15 years later, I got a Sportster. So I I upgraded. So you just been Harley ever since? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, actually, I own I did own a uh, Virago for about eight months, and that's gone. But yeah, I've been Harley all the time. Okay, so I, why? 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 Uh, I tell you, when I can remember, I was like about maybe nine years old, and my uncle he got a uh, it was like oh god, it was a sixty something Harley, and it was it had all the chrome on it, and all the it was just this big gorgeous bike and that's what i always remembered and then anytime i ever saw any other motorcycle they look kind of plain and bland and i went like hey but that's pretty you know and that's what i wanted i said that's that's the way it was so i wanted big thing not the other ones that sounded like sewing machines which is what i always thought Mm -hmm. and so it goes and now i have a big thing that's nice and quiet and sounds like a sewing machine (laughs) funny 
funny how that goes around. Yeah. <laughs> There's a certain age, and you're like, hmm, sewing machine. I think I like this. Uh, um, how many skulls are on your bike? None. None? None. Is that legal? I, I, you know, I'm not your stereotypical Harley guy that doesn't wave at other non-Harley people and doesn't talk and talks down about people who don't ride. Yeah. We're not like that over at motorcycle, man. We, if you twist, if you twist the throttle, you're okay with us. Unless if you're on a Can-Am, then we really question that. <laughs> we just kind of scratch our heads. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Even, even though Can-Am is trying to appeal to the cruiser market now with their, their cruiser inspired spiders. <laughs> You know, the, the F3 is pretty cool, and, and you know, we, we poke fun, but I think the, I think the Can-Ams are pretty cool. Would I own one? Yay. If circumstances dictated. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Yeah, I exactly. can no longer keep this bike upright. <laughs> you know, I th- I, when it comes to the point where I can't hold my bike up anymore, I'm just going to get a lighter bike. <laughs> I'm not going to go to three wheels. I refuse. Madness. Madness? Look at those commercials. You'll have a great time. No, no, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Thank I have you. test rode a couple, and I, I, I have enjoyed them, I gotta, I gotta say. Yeah. They were kind of fun. It's, all right. I've, I've never, I've never ridden one. Uh, give I want it, give it a try. The power, the power steering is deeply weird. Yeah. Very, very, very strange feeling. I thought it felt okay. Yeah, I guess I, some of it is I'd already ridden a lot of three wheelers at that point. Mm. And you have a certain expectation of three wheelers is you're gonna have to, you know, give them some input. To make him turn. You're used to the Ural. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was going to say, doesn't a motorcycle with a sidecar count as a three-wheeler? Yeah, it does. That's what he, he, he wants to fight the bike. <laughs> I want. I, I expect a little bit of a fight on my hands. And the Can-Am's just like, okay. Let's turn. We're turning. We're turning. Don't, hey. don't turn too much. No, you're turning too much. Beep, beep, beep. Act your age. <laughs> <laughs> no. Although everything's coming with that now. The, the new Strom is covered with, like... Anti middle aged dork killing themselves devices. Well, you know it's the it's the trend of cars, so mm-hmm. it makes sense for bikes to do the same. Because yeah. that's the yeah. audience they're going to, like guys like me and Ted. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to be in lumped into that. Do I really have to be lumped into that? You've been well, you're older than me, days. so you know. Oh, oh we're going to th- play the age card, are we? You were in the Navy in the seventies. I was playing with GI Joe. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, okay, go on. <laughs> <laughs> I was still playing with G.I. Joes. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, but your G.I. Joes came with guns. Yeah, and the real ones, too. Yeah. Your G.I. Joe looked like Jack Nicholson. He was standing on that wall. You needed him on that wall. <laughs> you can't handle the truth. I have a question for you guys. All right. What do you guys ride? I know I know. there's I know there's the Ural, and I, and I, and I just don't know what else you guys have. Well, Chuck, Chuck's got the stable. He's got the Ural, of course. I've got the Ural. He's got the the totally stock and boring old Sprint. I have a 2001 Triumph Sprint. Very stock. Very, very stock. It doesn't have a turbocharger in it. Nope, that would be insane. That would be weird, right? It's stock. It's stock. Quite stock. There hasn't been a Daytona motor swap with a turbocharger bolted on. Nope. It doesn't have 162 horsepower. That would be crazy. Totally crazy. And it, I also ride a Buell Ulysses. Sometimes. Of course, Buell. Right. right. Now, how, how many years have you wanted to have Eric Buell's baby? Let's see, I've been riding since 2006. Yeah. So, more. Okay. no, we were looking at bikes in 2008, 2007, so about nine. Yeah, I think nine. I talked to you. Into, yeah, that's when I talked to you into buying the Buell. Yeah. Wow. 
I saw a Buell uh, three weeks ago uh, with the Harley engine. You saw a Buell? Yes. Which one? With a with the Harley engine, I couldn't tell you. Lots of the old, I mean, all the old ones were Sportster engines. Yeah. Yep. Had the Harley uh, Bar and Shield uh, logo on it. Oh. Was it like the actual logo, or was it just the outline? No, it was it was the okay, outline. Yeah, because that's what I'm used to. It's like they they hint at it. Yeah. <laughs> they acknowledge it's there. Well, most of the parts yeah. are interchangeable, particularly like the breathers and things. So. It's a lot, of, a lot of parts are interchangeable, but it's it's weird when you try to go mm-hmm. and ask for those parts. Sure. Because you have to do this translation yeah. thing. You want what? Yeah. Yeah. Has he, vent- has he ventured far away from that now? Yeah, he's, 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 he's running Rotax motors. engines now. Yeah. Okay. That make a, you know, a, 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 a light, calm 180 horsepower. Uh, mm-hmm. And hmm. supposedly three new bike models are coming. <laughs> I, I. Website? That's what he's showing on his website yeah, now, the, right? The AX is back on the website. As letters, anyways. I just want an opportunity As to prove to the world that 180 horsepower touring bike won't ruin me. They're talking that he might do something that looks like a, the Diavo. Mm-hmm. And then uh, another bike that's going to be like sub 10,000. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, All right. who knows? Hey, what do you think about the Diavo? Uh, the, uh, you're talking about Ducati's, the, uh, Ducati's cruiser. Yeah, you know. I, at the last IMS show, I sat on it, and you know, I'm a tall guy. I got these big, long simian arms and big, long simian legs. Um, for me, uh, it was the cockpit was too small. I felt very cramped mm-hmm. on it. So I don't know. I mean, I give it a shot, but then again, here you're talking to a guy who likes to the Harley Roadster, which is significantly smaller than that. Mm-hmm. But I love the hell out of. What well, about the V Rod? Or is uh, that's my that's my heart. Okay. You know, of course, they're going to stop making that uh, next year. Mm. Really? Yep. Yep. Pulling the plug October were, next year. Done. Were they not having success with that model? Or I, I think they're just changing direction a little bit. They they said they they say that their sales of that particular model is kind of not as where they wanted mm. it to be. The same thing with the Switchback, for example. They just introduced the Switchback just a few years ago, and I already pulled the plug on that one. Now, what? Well, but the V Rod, that's a great machine. Mm. Great machine. Yeah, the roads, the roadsters. That's the that's the sportster without the stupid slammed rear end, right? Right. Yes. That was got the drum handlebars. Mm-hmm. Oh, the thing is sweet. Yeah. What about the street? What do you think of that? Uh, I couldn't get on one at the demo. You days. couldn't. Oh, no. I I I, I it, demoed one. Yeah. Now, how is it? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> really? They had they they have so much praise for that engine. I don't know why. <laughs> you talk <laughs> about sewing motor. Now, here's the problem I had. This is this is the problem I had. So I was I was at AIM AIM Expo when I did the demo, and you know they do the group led demo, which I don't really care for. Yeah, yeah. You know? But they here follow us. Yeah, but I don't want to follow you. Thank so here's God. the problem: <laughs> there was two leaders. You know, your leader and your tail end, and me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm on the street. They're both on geezer glides, couch glides. I don't know. Big big honking yeah. bikes, but they were like, since right. it's just you, it's media days. We'll just we'll just tool around. We'll ride. We, so we rode abreast a couple times, mm-hmm. especially at the lights. We pull up. So I, you know, they're there. They're on their Harley's going. They're going. Mine was so much a sewing machine that I'm pretty sure I saw a sweater come out the side. 
Jeez. The street sound, the street is literally what you expect if you envision a bike that's a Harley built by dudes in India. Right. You know, the thing is, they went all wrong with that whole thing because people go in, they, they want to buy a Harley, so they think, well, they got this new Street 500, Street 750. Well, let's go in there. And it looks nothing like a Harley. Right. It, yeah. <laughs> some of the typical traits of a Harley is what other motorcycle manufacturer has self canceling uh, sure. Hawk to cancels? Love those. <laughs> <Right>. My favorites. <laughs> BMW? So they did away with that, you know, on, on the 375 right. 500. Didn't have signals on on one hand. They basically, they just mimicked what any other motorcycle manufacturer would have had. Right. So, it's like they copied a Japanese cruiser. They kind of It kind of reminded me of like a Virago that was sort of lame looking. Right. Exactly. When I first saw it, I was like, what? Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it's supposed yeah. to be their entry bike that they're using to teach the academy and stuff. Yeah. But it really strikes me as a bike that pulls the people in, like he was saying, you know, let's go look at this bike. And when they're there, the salesman's like, you could buy this bike. But we have a sportster sitting over here, which is, you know, a couple grand more. And it's a real Harley. Until, you know, yeah. you find out that the sportster's not a real Harley either. And then you can get the real, real Harley. Hey, 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 be, be nice to my sports. Real hard. I actually, I actually learned, I, I was looking at a sportster for my uh, sidecar rig, and I learned a lot about the sportster community, who is this weird subculture within the Harley guys. Mm -hmm. People are doing That's inhuman so things to sportsters to make them faster. Yeah, I know. <laughs> People are finding buels and stealing the heads off of buels. <laughs> awesome. No. He only knows one person with a Buell. I failed to see the problem. I know a person with a Buell. It's not awesome. Come on. I, Where's your sense I of I just adventure? got that bike street legal again. Again? Well, you, you mean it, it wasn't? It was not street legal for about six months, yes. Why? Uh, I, the ground wire for the headlights was not grounding. Like you could have set yourself on fire. Well, the lights just wouldn't work. That's bad? Well, no, but it makes it not street legal. <laughs> they take a dim view of that at the inspection station. It's it's something they notice. There's a, oh, there's a checkbox for that. Get it? Dim view? <laughs> ah! Get out. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, my day's made. I'm done here. I can go home. We don't let him drink. Mission accomplished. Okay, so your so your brothers now they all they I'm assuming all three of you ride. Now did you get them into it or did they get you into it or how how'd that come together? Yeah, you know, I was first and then they uh I've been talking for years. They, my brother Chris always wanted to get a bike and he finally they both finally got up the gumption to go ahead and get their licenses and they, they did all the lessons and learning on scooters mm -hmm. and <laughs> And then they, they went and got their licenses. So, and for, actually, for the first six months, almost a year, that all they had was scooters. Yeah. Were, were, and then my brother. Were they? Did but, they put Harley stickers on their scooters? Oh no, 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 no! On helmets, maybe. But not on <laughs> that would be cool. That'd be kind of awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the new five hundred? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my brother Tim got a uh, he got a, uh, a V Star 650 mm -hmm. first, 
and then Chris got the uh, the Virago eleven hundred. Mm, that's a slight a slight. I'm I'm sure. Yeah, the person with the V Star was like, "Oops." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Tim, uh, he had the six fifty, and we we had done a couple uh, benefit group rides, and uh, he was having a little difficulty keeping yeah, up. <laughs> yeah, the six the six fifty V Star is just so freaking heavy, and that's just such an anemic engine. Mm-hmm. Which is funny from the company that makes the Virago, which like the eleven hundred is a. F- Screamer. That bike was sick because when <laughs> my brother first bought it, it was uh, an hour away from it. it. was close by where I live, and I live an hour from them. So I drove it up to them in the, in the absolute pouring rain downpour. And that bike is scary fast. <laughs> scary fast. Did it make you want one? I... No. Uh, but here's the thing. The previous owner put a, um, uh, a, a six by uh Rake on it. Oh, God. So this thing was chopped out, Ooh. and oh my God, you talk about scary. <laughs> I, I rode a 750 Virago that was very similar. Someone had, had raked it out, and the engine just was like, let's go. Boom. But oh, it, yeah. oh, oh God, yeah. was that thing scary at slow speed? It just <laughs> wanted to flop its bars over. <laughs> Great yeah, engine. But then eventually, you know, my brother Chris eventually got a, uh, a fat boy, and my brother Tim, he went, he. Small guy, he's the smallest of the three of us. He decided he wanted to go big, and he got the uh, Electric Guy Classic. <laughs> now, what made them want uh, Harleys? Was it your uncle too, or is it some you? Oh, well, I, I, I guess it's I, I really my brother Chris. He's always loved the Fat Boy, and he's always been a Harley guy, and that's just okay. his thing. Uh, my brother Tim, he he was actually leaning towards uh, the Victory. Mm-hmm. Looking at the victory, uh, the victory tour, and uh, well, you know, price tag on that was just a little bit more than he wanted to spend. But he saw the great deal on the electric lights, so he said, "Hey, this is cool. I'll do this." Yoink! Now, do do they have yep. skulls on their bikes? Uh, let me see. My brother Chris has got he's got this whole evil clown thing going on, so <laughs> he does that. And Tim doesn't know. No, neither one of them have skulls on their bikes. You guys are are not very good Harley riders. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're not the we're not the stereotypical norm guy. Do you, no, do you get shunned at rides? No, not at all, not at all, absolutely not. <laughs> you know, that's, that's what's so weird. It's about the the whole culture has been demonized by this uh, by this view that all Harley guys are skulls and beers and fat big bellies and stuff like that. Well, you know, that might be the case somewhere. You don't you, know, you don't like but, walk away from the bike for a minute, and when you come back, there's a skull. <laughs> Just grab them. <laughs> Here's your complimentary skull sticker. We'll fix that for you right away. I tell you what, though, I did go. I did take the bike back to the Harley dealer once to get some service done. And I remember the guy saying to me, "This bike isn't loud enough." When I picked the bike up, I noticed it was louder. Oh, no. <laughs> the bushings were removed from the uh, from the exhaust port. <laughs> this, this is weird. Why is this bike not making it? I don't, I don't understand. We need a something's wrong. Right. We're gonna drill some holes here. <laughs> I actually had some squawking chicken exhaust on there, and uh, I took them all off. They were too loud. <laughs> so you want a quiet Harley? Yeah, I uh, you know, I'd say that's why I like the V Rod because it's screaming loud. It's just I want to hear myself. Scream. I know what the bike. Is. You want to hear yourself do what? <laughs> scream! scream. Ah, I made bad choices. <laughs> so he's the target market of that Harley electric electric bike. He can he can be nice and quiet. Ah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. You know, it's, I'm, I, I'd probably buy it just as a novelty. 
and just stick it in a house somewhere. I would even probably ride it. <laughs> yeah, there's something some sort of attractive about having maximum torque on tap always, all the time, yeah. without fail. Yeah, for 15 whoa, minutes, whoa, and then whoa, you got to... Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> this is a Harley we're talking about. You can't just throw around words like, without fail. <laughs> okay. That was my Harley joke of the day. I'm done here. Okay. I, I can stop. Sorry, let's go. Harley. <laughs> well, I, I got I got what Chuck's riding. What, Todd, were you? Oh I, well, I have the Strom, which has uh, it's long of the tooth. Yours is what? Two thousand two? Two thousand five. Two thousand five. Okay. Yeah. Oh really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I ticked over sixty thousand miles recently, and so it's sitting there in the garage, taunting me like, "Hey, are you gonna are you gonna adjust my valves?" I'm like, "Well, it means I have to drain the radiator." Horrible. Or I could go ride this other bike. Or I could go ride this other bike, which I've got a I've got a two thousand two bandit with a sidecar on it. Oh. You what's the one you guys with sidecars? What's up with that? I don't know, I like sidecars. Uh, also I don't have a car so I can ride it in the winter. My daughter loves oh. it. Yeah, okay. Chuck gets in trouble if he picks his daughter up with a car. I heard the last episode. You got you got in trouble from trying to pick her up last time. She wanted you to get the car. Yeah, yeah. But since I've added a windshield to the Ural, she's been all about it. Oh. Which is why she's super sad now that it's broken. Yeah, because she doesn't want to muscle her hair. That's why. <laughs> she she did say she didn't want the wind. Mm-hmm. She, she uh, was against the wind. That's why she wanted uh How old is your daughter? She's eight. Oh, well. you got a few more years yet until it becomes actually evil. Yeah, yeah. You know, she just she didn't like the wind pushing on her. Mm-hmm. That's why she wanted like a fully enclosed sidecar. Sure, yeah. Now, are you, are you teaching her to be a, a rider? You want her? You think she's going to ride? I don't know. I mean, she doesn't even want to ride a bike. Learn to ride a bike yet, and she's <laughs> eight, so I don't know. Ah, you got to got to change that. I keep gotta, trying to, but she's just like no. You got to bring her to the uh, Harley dealer. That that'll. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my da- my daughter's three years old. She's already picking out bikes. I want that oh, one, yeah? Dad. No, never mind. I want that one. She points to Ducati. Child, oh. I am disappointed. Then she points to the speed triple and says, "You should get that." And I was like, "I love you. <laughs> <laughs> you can you stay. Do, I, You'll make it to ba- four. I don't know what she'll be. I don't. I don't know. If she does get into bike in, into riding, I would encourage her strongly to ride her own bike. Of course. But I, you know, I think the effect that might happen is that since Todd and I both ride, it's so lame. Yeah, she's just going to be like, "I need a Honda Accord because those <laughs> those dudes are lame." <laughs> With like a with like a uh, like a coffee can exhaust. Yeah, I'll be like coming up on the bike. Honey, you want to go for a ride? It's so lame, Dad. Now, do they, do they the other bikers, whenever they see other bike guys on other bikes, do they react to that and point it out to you? Yeah. Mine see, criticizes dude, other riders. What? She'll be like, he's not wearing a helmet. I get the same thing. That guy's dumb. He's not wearing gear, Dad. He's not safe. He's not in a jacket. No. Oh. That's what I, I get from my daughter about other riders. But they're not looking at the bikes, though. They're not pointing the bikes. They're out. not. Mine isn't pointing out the bike. No, no. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, so do you have kids that ride? Uh, me? No. Actually, uh, my, my wife's uh, children are well-grown and moved out. Ah, okay. So they're, they're, they're their own problem now. That's right. Did That's they right. ever express interest in riding? No. <laughs> so, like... I, I, I've offered several times to get both of my stepdaughters on the bikes, mm-hmm. and they go like, "Yeah, no." 
that's not. That's so lame. Yeah, no, they no, they don't want to have to put anything. They don't want to put a helmet on. Mm. That's it. They mess their hair up. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no. Now, where in Utah are you guys? Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll be in Moab in uh, May. Oh, neat. Where are you? What? Where are you? I'm in New Jersey. Oh, that's oh. all. So you're riding out? No, we're flying out. Are you I'm trailering just... your bike? Oh, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 yeah, no. Don't say trailering to a Harley guy. No, <laughs> they get all excited. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> no, uh, actually, uh, my wife and I are going on vacation. I'm going to do some mountain biking. Ah, cool. Oh, wow, uh, he's all healthy and shit. Look at that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then, uh, then we're going to rent a bike. And we're going to go do some riding. Cool. And who knows? We might find ourselves in Salt Lake. Yeah. You never know. But, I'll be riding down the road screaming, Todd! Chuck! Well, if you do, you can buy us dinner like everyone else that comes through town. <laughs> oh, is that the thing? That is apparently a thing. It seems to be a thing. Yeah. Isn't it the other way around? Or isn't the host supposed to treat the guest? You'd think that, but everyone has always insisted to pay for us. Yeah, clearly you're doing it wrong. You missed guests, out. If you're buying your guest dinner. You, I, you missed out. Did you see what was on the table? I looked at the picture. There's a giant bucket of peanuts on the table. I can't even right. walk the fuck into that place. No, no, not that place. You missed out on breakfast. Oh. He wanted to pay for your breakfast, but you paid before he even got to the counter. Oh, crap. Well, yeah. whatever, it's ten bucks. <laughs> so he bought my breakfast, and I was just like... Yay! Yay! Oh well. Well, I'll let you guys buy me and my wife dinner. Gee, would you? This is hey, we could take him to the Harley dealer. There you go. <laughs> and eat the little burgers. Eat the little burgers. Yeah, they have the filet yes. mignon slider, and I can get I, one of them. Let's all go to a Suzuki dealer and demo V-Stroms. We'd like to demo the V-Stroms. No, get out, please. <laughs> no, they hand me hedge clippers. Get, get Wait, the work out front. Is there a Buell dealer nearby? No. What? <laughs> oh, oh. Well, we, we can't demo any Buells? You can ride mine, I guess. Do I want that? You might end up wanting it could one. could be habit farming. Yeah, maybe. They're, they're fine, because they've got all that. They have more of a Harley feel than Harleys do. Really? How does that work? <laughs> you remember the Sportsters before the rubber mounts? Oh yeah, it's like that. That's like it's like that. It's like yeah. that. They shake, they rattle, yeah. they're loud, they're boisterous. That would have to be pre nineties. Yeah. Well, my, my Buell's a, a two thousand eight. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. so it's not too a- a- archaic. No, yeah, no, but it's still it's it is like a paint shaker it's, at a stoplight. But such rubber mounting as they have is is not thick. It seems. I tell you what, I rode my brother's Electroglide when he first bought it. He had never ridden one, so he had me drive it from where he bought it to his house. Ah, yes, the old favorite. Uh, yeah, so when I, when, every time I stopped at a traffic light, my colon came unscrewed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, then you can relive some memories there, because, uh, yep. yeah, it's awesome. That bike has so much personality. <laughs> personality here being defined as fireballs that come out of the exhaust pipe. That's the old Buell. <laughs> oh, right, sorry. The new Buell doesn't do that. It's it's very well mannered. Just loses all lighting periodically. I fixed that. Stealth mode. Oh my god! <laughs> it wasn't me that did the auxiliary lighting on that bike. All right. So, so you had the terrible one twenty five. Have you had Have you had any other really regrettable bikes? Mm, just the um, just the Virago because uh, I I got the Virago. Here's how good of a brother I am. I said to my brother Chris. 
I will give you the down payment money for the fat boy, but you have to sign over the Virago to me. Ah. <laughs> and he's like, okay. At which point you should have yeah. gotten suspicious. <laughs> he had to, I think he waited uh, actual, maybe a, uh, maybe five minutes. And he said, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> he's sitting there going, one, one thousand, two, one thousand. Just to make sure you didn't think it was a trap. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was, uh, I tried so hard to fix that thing up and well i just said you know what let it be somebody else's problem and i sold it <laughs> how many harleys have you owned you know i am one of these guys that um i am not a man of means so i've owned two okay yeah i only have i only own one bike yeah i'm so sad. confused right now <laughs> i'm Fine. sad but true. yeah I, I usually at least have two bikes. Yeah, you, well, you usually have a stable of random crazy yeah. trucks used bike barn. Yeah. yeah. I wish. How many bikes do you have, Todd? I only have what two, so I'm below the average for MSF instructors. Oh, okay. Did you have three at one point? I had three at one point. Yeah. I was average for a bit. <laughs> bikes are like women, man. You can't just have one. What? <laughs> What? <laughs> I said that. Did I say that out loud? You might have. Yes. Yeah. Different laws in Utah, I guess. Right? Outside voice. Well, you know, yeah. Like you said, it is Utah. So we're, yeah. Yeah, we're cool with that here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. My girlfriend listens to this show. You're in so much trouble. No more ice cream for you. So, so you got got the podcast going. You got thirty something episodes under your belt now. Um, <laughs> 54, actually. 54? Oh, okay. You are so bad at this. I am bad at counting <laughs> and reading. Your name is Steve, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, we're, just, we're talking to Steve of the Cafe Racer podcast. Uh, what? What's up with Crash? When's Crash coming back? Uh, I don't know, man. He, he got married. He's, yeah, I know. He's and doing nothing. that whole thing. Yeah. I just see him posting happy married pictures on no, Facebook. No, no, no. We're super married. It, uh, he did his up the right up the divide thing, and uh, we haven't seen anything about that. Steve, yeah, well, I think they're gonna uh, the movies, video and stuff will go into post production. They're looking to next year to come out with that, uh-huh. and right. where you can see me break down, maybe. Cool, and I'm hoping, perfect. I'm hoping that ends up on the cutting room floor. Mm-hmm. So, so what are your yeah. hopes and dreams for your podcast? Is my question. What are the? Is there a guest you desperately want to get? Are there? There's something to, big you want to do. I'm trying desperately to get Jay Leno on a show. Really? Yeah. Working on it. Working on it. I have, I, have an, I have an in. Don't don't give up. We've we've been through the armies of publicists before, and eventually you crack through. I'll, I, I'll crack or they'll crack. Yeah, we've, we've <laughs> had a pretty good year on guests this year. That's why my I, problem I'll is take... I'm like running out of people I want to talk to. <laughs> See, that's where you start just grasping at straws and taking whoever you can. Like like other podcast like hosts. Punk podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've talked to Eric Buell. Who else is there left for me to talk to? Tell you what, for me, when I saw on on April Fool's Day when you had <laughs> when you had Charlie Borman on, I was crapping in my pants because <laughs> you didn't just. You know, then I heard Eric Buell. I was like, ah, he had Charlie Borman on. <laughs> cool. That was a highlight. That, that was like one a, that took a long that, time. We, that was an army of publicists we had to get through. Uh, Eric, you almost been like, yeah, come on, let's do it. No? Eventually. Eventually, yeah. He well, like when we first approached him, he was like in the middle of EBR 
going up and down all the time. He's right. a bit busy. And he was running it, so mm-hmm. he was pretty busy. But after he became like CTO, then he's yeah. been a lot more like, yeah, you know, I'll talk to you guys. Cool. Huh? What's your show about? <laughs> <laughs> Should I listen to a few? Uh, what show are you guys? We're, we're the pace. Yeah. We're, we're the pace. The pace, yeah. What? What's this, what's this rivalry between you two guys? Between oh, it's, and you? it's not. We look, we're pretty good friends with James and Chris. Yeah, yeah we just, just like to poke fun. Yeah, and you do a great job too. Because when we started, it was just them. Yeah, that you you got you, When we started the the motorcycle podcast arena, and I'm sure you've noticed this about podcasts in general, is there's there's relatively few indie motorcycle podcasts. There's a lot more now, um, but. You know, five years ago, there was us and Pace pretty much. That pretty we much. Knew of, yeah. And then a bunch of these sort of like crappy, the, like uh, radio shows episodes. repackaged as podcasts or ones with two episodes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So the, the podcasts were like, the, the or uh, the, the Pace were like the, the, the elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. So. So naturally, they were We had to make fun of them because mm-hmm. we were young and scrappy. Yes. <laughs> now we're old and cynical. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say old and scrappy, but okay. Uh, like, we don't care. <laughs> I think we already lost our scrappiness. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it was it was just fun. I sold Chris a bike for heaven's sakes. Yes, I know. <laughs> yeah. Does he hate you yet? He will. I've I've hung out with James several times when we we met up at AIM. He oh, he sure. grudgingly tolerates me following him around like a puppy. Hmm. Uh. <laughs> no, I kind I kind of love this renaissance of of motorcycle podcasts we have going on now. And we have, we have you guys coming on strong. We've got uh, the Joanne and I can't remember the, what the podcast is called. Uh, Riff. Motorific. Motorific. Yeah, Motorific. Yeah. Cafe <laughs> Racer. A couple weeks back, I had Joanne on. We've had her on a couple of times, but not since she started Motorific. Okay. Wow. She's worried Wilner's listeners may show up. Uh, ignore it. I've got three dogs in my house, four cats. I can hear them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and usually... Uh, Six six to eight months out of the year, I have raccoons in the house. So, and in the house, yeah, because we, my wife and I, do wildlife rehabilitation as well. Holy crap, dude! Yeah, see, so we're tell, I'm, I'm a busy guy. Tell t- tell me about that because that uh, rehabilitating raccoons. Well, it's wildlife in general. It, it out in the wild sometimes you know baby animals get orphaned or abandoned. The mommy gets killed or whatever the case may be. So now you have this baby animal. Wildlife. You have a, a buell that eats bunnies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard. Well, no, but we uh, <laughs> and we uh, so anytime people find these, they bring them to a rehabilitator, and then uh, we maybe raise them, and then when you get to, to be adults, we release them. Huh. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, on on average, we have anywhere between four to six raccoons, uh, well, skunks, squirrels, so the whole the whole gamut. And we work with maybe 20 other rehabilitators in the state. Whereabouts in New Jersey are you? Uh, Jersey Shore. And you got all this kind of wildlife? Oh, there's, yeah, see, let's all the things he's naming. They're all things that live around humans just fine. Skunks, raccoons, squirrels. They're like, yeah, people. Yeah. They drop food. Okay. Uh, like them. Jersey is in refineries and highways everywhere. It's just a lot of, uh, a lot of open space around here. Okay. Yeah. That's, I only know what I've seen on the Jersey Shore yeah. TV show. Yeah, no, I don't. That <laughs> that is not a depiction of the state. <laughs> Please. So when you say wildlife rehabilitation, I'm imagining people you bring bringing you overly tanned 
20-year-olds who don't know <laughs> how to wear a shirt. That's nightlife rehabilitation. That's a totally different thing. <laughs> you're like, you're of Jim Tam laundry. And you're like, no, no, no. You, you, job. You have to get a job. I don't have one. A job? Yeah, I'm unemployed. Well, you're doing wildlife rehabilitation. That's kind of a job. And, uh, you know what? It, you don't get paid for that. It's it's all volunteer work. What about all the all the huge podcast dollars? Oh yeah, all that. Right. <laughs> yeah, now you're getting really getting the, your feet under you with the podcast stuff. You're just the dollars are just rolling in, right? Several of them yeah. any day now. <laughs> any day now. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, we got we got a couple big things coming out. We got uh, I got some another. I'm interviewing another author uh, next week. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Jeremy Croker. The name sounds familiar. It does sound familiar. He did uh, motorcycle therapy. He rode Canada down through Central America. Todd, write that name down. Okay. We gotta get him on before they do. Jack. <laughs> what? Hi. Hi. So yeah, I got him coming on. Um, Cause fuck those guys. <laughs> Great! I'm going to be a couple other podcasters on uh, our show, and uh, got manufacturers coming on our show. So we uh, yeah. we try to get everybody on. We don't care. We'll talk to the yeah. drunk guy on the corner if we if he wants to talk motorcycles. We don't care. Yeah, we're kind of like that. We yeah. roll with it. We we started out with just kind of with this sort of adventure writing. Yeah, mm-hmm. focus because that was what we did. That was what. That was what we did. We, Hardcore adventure riders. Yeah. But, I uh, saw the picture. I see the picture on your website, and I wonder how freaking old is this picture? It's about five years old. About five years old. I am nowhere near that fat anymore. <laughs> okay. Neither am I. I was kind of tubby in that picture. You're a little tubby, and now you're, now you're stuffed into that suit like a sausage. It's funny. <laughs> now I can't fit into that suit anymore. <laughs> oh, my God. We did a thing about sausage suits once. It wasn't a sausage suit when I bought it. <laughs> it just, I don't fit into it. And it's not the way you're thinking. The waist fits just fine. Sure. Go on. Todd's seen it. I'm that. <laughs> Todd. What? Step in. <laughs> oh, my funny. God. Like a sausage. <laughs> oh my god! I, you know, hey, let's. I ask you guys a question. I, I every, time, every now and then you play, do a replay of some of these seemingly nasty phone calls you guys have gotten. Or, mm. or oh, the the one about suing us. Yeah, is that real? Yeah. Oh yeah, that was totally real. <laughs> that lasted for weeks. We went. We we were we were we were willing to take that right up to the point where actual money might get involved. We ignored him for about a month, thinking it was a joke, but he yes. kept calling Kept it coming what, writing letters what did you do <laughs> the problem that we what? we named an episode something and uh and uh, we, apparently was that our, was something he trademarked it was our ghostwriter parody show oh yes. my gosh that's funny. we named it something we won't say because screw that guy and he trademarked it oh that's funny and yeah, despite the fact that there was no possibility of confusing us for him yeah. In any way, shape, or and form. And no possibility that he would ever make a movie called that, no matter how much right, he, right, he says he that. will. But <laughs> apparently the reason he got the trademark is basically to run around Googling. And of course, this will shock you. Oh. We came up higher in Google than him. Woohoo! For the term. Um, basically the day it went out. <laughs> We're not the only ones he shut down like that. Yeah. Hey. Oh. There was a webcomic out of New York with the, with that name. Oh, okay. And he's, and they posted a thing on their page like the last, 
you know, we've only done three episodes. We got shut down because of this trademark infringement claim. <laughs> so I'm like, this guy has, he works out of a travel agency. He has no life. I'm pretty sure he beats children all day long and Googles for his name. I don't know that for a fact. But in my mind, he does. <laughs> and what seems like I'm imagining him beating children. Yeah. Okay. Whoever he is. <laughs> but yeah, no, that was real. That was, that was, oh, wow. that was like one of the ways that we thought we were like, we've made it. Yes, we made it. We to sue us for $2 million. Yes. You're in there. I've, I just, I've, when I, when I first read some of the reviews that they, I think one of, one of the ones that sticks out in my head the most was, uh, infantile and they like to laugh at their own jokes. And I said, these are the guys for me. I got to listen to these guys. Giggle these like schoolgirls. That's, that's it. That's, yes. That's, yeah, we giggle like schoolgirls. And that's fine. You know, I told, guilty. I told Chuck, Chuck, I was listening, I was listening to Motorcycle Man. I was like, they giggle like we do, but there's three of them. <laughs> it's, it's like us and they have their own gen. <laughs> How's his boot? Oh. <laughs> you know what? And I tell us, everybody, we are not the smartest guys in the world. Al, first of all, we don't know jack shit about anything. But, you know, we have fun and we're entertainers. That's the way I approach it. Yeah. That's my role on this show. Oh. If you like what we say, fine. If you don't like it, man, don't listen. Hey. That's good, too. I, I take pride in how much jack shit I know. <laughs> it's, it's all useless pop culture trivia. You know, I, I I tell everybody I used to uh, I almost got a degree in jack shit, but I didn't know enough, and I got out. I know a lot about like Japanese tentacle porn. I could talk about that. I don't even want to even know where you got that. But I'm half Japanese. It's just in my blood. No kidding. It, this is what my people do. Oh, just knows. Just know. Just know. All right. Listen for Ted and his brothers on the Motorcycle Men podcast. That's uh, MotorcycleMen.us. Oh, are we kicking them off already? Yes. Oh, fuck that guy. Oh, wait. We're not there yet. <laughs> we're still recording, Chuck. Oh, shit. Ted, thanks so much for being on with hey, us tonight, man. Hey, thanks for having me on the show. It's great. And I look forward to the moment when I can have you two guys on the show. That'll be fun. <laughs> you look forward to it for now. Yeah. No, it's cool. It's going to be fun, man. Thanks, thanks a lot for having me on, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah. So, yeah. Go check them out. Motorcycle Men podcast. Motorcyclemen.us. Don't send them any money. Send them to us. Well, send the money to us. It's all us. That ain't <laughs> Podcast dollars. Podcast dollars. That's it. I'm just going to keep looking at you. This is fun. <laughs> keep making hand motions. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Thanks to Ted for coming on. That was cool. Yeah, I really, I really do dig the number of podcasts coming around about motorcycle stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, because realistically, there are not podcast dollars it turns out um, thank <laughs> you to all who supported us enough to run the show we appreciate that yeah keeps the you. show coming because now it doesn't drag on us but uh yeah there's not there's not a bunch of dollars but it's clear that like a lot of people are into it mm-hmm. um i like the way the podcast kind of democratizes the the whole you know talking about it the, the whole conversation mm-hmm. it is very cool yeah it's the new public radio mm-hmm. <laughs> but with more actual public mm-hmm because that, that was one that bothered me. Somebody posted a thing about what podcast do you like best? Okay. What, and you know what most of the list was composed of? It was composed of radio broadcasts repackaged as podcasts. They're like, oh, the best podcast ever is This American Life. Newsflash. Not a fucking podcast. <laughs> okay. It is a radio show where they take pieces of it and put it in a podcast. And, you know, they don't pretend to be a podcast, but like, come on. What's your favorite podcast? 
the moment I'm still kind of digging on Ken Hill's thing. Ken Hill. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's very dorky, but I, I'm enjoying those. Um, you can't, it's a difficult podcast to listen to when you do something else. Cause you want to kind of like listen closely to what he's saying. Uh-huh. Um, but it, it's, it's, I'm enjoying it. You know, and it, it's a real simple, it's just him talking pretty okay. much, you know? Okay. Um, but it's, you know, it's 15 minutes long and it's, it's great. Oh, that's fast. Yeah. Okay. No, it's real fast. Uh, my favorite one is Hollywood Babylon, hmm. uh, which is a Kevin Smith podcast. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, which he, he tapes live in front of audiences, mm-hmm. but is in fact a podcast. That is in fact a podcast. Not a radio show, which has been not a radio helpfully show. repackaged and put out via a podcast. It is a live centered. podcast that he records with his, uh, one of his friends. Michael. Um, and I, I would like for us to do that someday. That would be kind of neat That'd to be record wheel nerds in front mm-hmm. of an audience. So they can see how, what incredible hacks we are in the actual studio. I mean, people have turned in, who have tuned into the live stream shows have mm-hmm. seen that. Yeah. But like having an audience there that we can riff with and, mm-hmm. you know, react off of. Aren't you scared of audiences? I think I would be okay in the podcast format where mm-hmm. I'm sitting behind a table with the microphone and, yep. Yep. You're, and you're there. Mm-hmm. You just stare at me awkwardly the entire time with my hand Sweating. on your, on your <laughs> like, knee. Yeah, stop. Yeah. Just hey, stroke, stroking like that. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, we're, 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 we're comfortable heterosexual men, right? Yeah. You don't mind this, right? <laughs> yeah. How about if I move it up a little bit? No, like that? just, I have that's, to go. That's right. Good. That's good. Thing. That's nice. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, that would be kind of fun sometime. Yeah, I mean, you know, but we I, could make it part of our next wheel nerds ride. We could. Another place I I thought we could do it mm-hmm. was uh, at an Overland Expo. Oh, that's a neat idea. Because they accept you know sure presentation ideas. I'm like, hey, a live taping of wheel nerds that mm-hmm. would be kind of neat. Yep. Or you know, we could and we audience could, questions or audience, we can you know, audience people there we can get as guests and mm-hmm. be like hey come on the show come over here i don't want to come over here come over here now <laughs> we've, we've got coffee you can't escape me we've got coffee from rawhide you can <laughs> we bought some from, from the cappuccino bar at rawhide so we got listener mail yes we do um wes writes back do you remember wes i remember wes my new best friend the, the ugm uh, guy he writes, the term UJM came about because all the Jap bikes were all alike. That's racist. I'm <laughs> just kidding. But that's racist. <laughs> that's why we bombed you guys in Hawaii, because you said Jap mm. one too many times. Mm-hmm. It, that was like, it, it was, that was a whole reason right there. Gotcha. Angry okay. emails from people. Now. <laughs> it really was an insult at the time. Well, yeah, calling us Japs really was an insult at the time. <laughs> a GS was like a KZ, was like a CB. Sure, yes, good. And I'm, the concept of UJM is a bike similar to most other bikes at the time that could do just about everything with just tweaks and add-ons. Yes, the Bandits are very close to UJM. Honda CB700s actually might have been the true ultimate UJM. But now, the Adventure Vikes with their stupid little beaks almost took over the Universal part. Honda makes the UJM today, the CB1100RS. Yes, UJMs gave us Lawson and Spencer. They raced street bikes, CB900, tricked out to be bigger, and the ultimate UJM, the KZ1000. Without those, we'd likely never hear of those guys and tons ton, ton more besides. We would likely never have heard of those guys and tons more besides. I still like your podcast, even though you're too young to know what the fuck you're talking about, dipshit. 
My new best friend. <laughs> and Todd Dress is funny. Best friends. Chuck is still my favorite. Besties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Wes's, Wes's, I think, major objection was that I was characterizing it as the 750s with the primary UJM, mm-hmm. which they were. I will I will die on that mountain. Now, this is where I want to... Uh, this is the question I had watching mm-hmm. this exchange between you mm-hmm. two. Why do you know this stuff about the UJL? Because I owned one. So what? So I made it my it's, business to know about it. Okay. I owned one, and I was... The, the whole reason I'm good at shade tree mechanics and the whole reason I know so much about this shit is, first of all, you get the, dot, you get the manual, and, you know, Haynes and Clymer both do the history in the front, which is good fun. If you haven't read it, read it. Okay. Um... But it got me interested in this whole UJM thing mm-hmm. because, you know, they were a thing. Well, you go and find out that the, the thing that made the UJM the UJM wasn't the fact that they all looked the same. They did. And that's where the name came from. But the thing we call a UJM was cool because it was the CB750 and all of its hangers on. Mm-hmm. You know, they're all like, they are all want to be CB750s and they improve various ways and then Honda would improve and they have to improve again. Mm-hmm. Um, but keep in mind that... They did the everything. They didn't just do the everything. They were the fastest fucking things on the road, and they were cheap. Mm-hmm. They were cheaper than Harley, you know? Um, so, you know, I yes, the UJMs are called UJMs because they're all the same, but a UJM, like what a UJM is, the basic, like, test for a UJM, is it, a, uh, is it an air-cooled flat four? Yeah. Okay. I mean, do you think he's, he was objecting to the 750 thing? Because he does say the CB700s might have been the true ultimate Expression. Yeah, except that's a, that's a, that's a but that's a uh, that's an embargo one. That's not it's not even like a full on UJM. Okay. So there was a thing where so in order to stop the UJMs, um, our uh, the American manufacturers of of poor bikes who will go unnamed but our Harley, um, <laughs> <laughs> lobbied so you could not import a bike that was over seven hundred cc's. This gave us the Vulcan seven hundred, mm-hmm. the CB seven hundred, mm. <laughs> and a variety Every, of other. On that yeah, line. The Intruder seven hundred. Stop me if you can see where this is going. Holy shit! They did this in the car world too. Uh huh. With trucks. Yes, they did. They did it with trucks. Uh-huh. That's why you can't get a fucking little Ford uh-huh. Ranger or like anything like that anymore. Yes. You have to get the big fucking 150. Uh-huh. And they're bringing the Ranger back. And it looks big and fucking ugly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, so the key thing is here, in order, in order to, you know, because if they keep bringing in these cheap 750s, you know, they're like, we're going to stop those 750s. And Japan's like, ha, 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 we're going to sleeve them. Fuck you. <laughs> they're 700s now. How about Try that? Try it again. See what happens. <laughs> see see if we can't make them 650. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was just a sleeve. It was a sleeve 750 engine. <laughs> and it's like, yep, 700 now. So what, do you, what do you, is he picking? What, the, what bone is, here, is he picking here with you? I can't 100% figure it out, honestly. Um, you know, it possibly is that, you know, I, that, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Now, it, could it be? Because it sounds like he, he's made a couple comments. It sounds like he's older than me or around my age. Mm-hmm. Do you think this could be a difference of? Well, I think he's coming out in defense of UJMs. Okay. You know. Well, like, do you think this is something that it, the perspectives are different from you two? Because he, this is something he's lived through versus this is something he read about. Possibly. So you've got like the one ten thousand foot view. Mm-hmm. You know, history perspective, yeah. and he's got you know what what he remembers or what he Could be. he his experience of it at the time. Could be, you know. So it's this is see. Look at me. I'm I'm trying to bring people together. I'm a people together peacemaker. That's why he, you're his favorite I'm, wheel nerd. I'm I'm everybody's pal. But you're his favorite wheel nerd, and I dress funny. 
You do dress funny. Yeah. <laughs> and and to be fair, I think everyone's favorite will nerd is Jen. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. So I, I don't disagree with what you say. I, I I stand by my statement of you know the little the, the a lot of the two cylinders get referred to as UJMs. Okay. And those aren't UJMs. Those are the same two cylinder British knockoff bullshit they've been making for ten years and not selling many of beforehand. Mm-hmm. And they sucked even worse than UJMs do today. Okay. Our next one is a voicemail. Hey, wheel nerds. It's Dave, uh, the guy with the Euralist uh, email address. Want to let you know that I appreciate you answering my question on the podcast last week and that I am getting another Ural. I found a 2014 in Colorado Springs that uh, low miles, a couple of extra bits on it, and um, really good shape. So... They're going to pull the trigger on it. The guy's going to meet me in Salt Lake City probably this coming weekend. So I will uh, be making the hostage exchange for the vehicle and hopefully have something to, to show you sometime next week. Thanks. Keep up the good work, guys. Love your show. So he's going to be making the exchange here in Salt Lake. Are you going to show up and sit on his Ural with no pants on? No, what I'm going to do is trailer my Ural out to where his Ural is and just distract him. him with a shiny light <laughs> and ride off on his. Shake your keys. <laughs> hey, check out this new Wheel Nerds key tag. Isn't that cool? Ooh. Oh, I dropped it. Oh. <laughs> After him. Dun, 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 dun. Are you going to stop? No. Sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Away! <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he sent us a voicemail. If you want to leave us a voicemail, too, it's 801-917-4136. We'll play it on the show. And, of course, you bought another fucking euro. It's in your email address. No, yeah, no, it, like, it's going to happen. It's like there was conclusion. any doubt you were going to buy a euro. I wonder what euro list will buy. Hmm. Uh, never. <laughs> think he might get a Harley with a classic sidecar, don't you? Seems likely. Yeah, but you know, nice. A 2014 with the mm-hmm. those looked. I, I was looking at the brand new Urals um, when I was stuck in Colorado. But <laughs> you know, that the place you guys could trade in for one of those. They looked really nice. They looked pretty cool and not exploded. Not exploding. Not not and not trucked, not completely totally trucked up, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that's apparently a thing in my life. Mm. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> what, what have you learned this week, Chuck? <sighs> the curse is real. Also, dicks, dicks, dicks. Eat all the dicks, 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 dicks. Eat them dicks. <laughs> I've I've apparently learned a fun new song. <laughs> And that's all we got time for this week. Until next week, I'm Todd. And I'm Chuck. Ride safe, everyone. We'll see you next week. Dicks, dicks, dicks. <laughs> eat all the dicks. Dicks, dicks, dicks. <laughs> eat them dicks. You can contact us at wheelnerds at gmail.com or leave us a message at area code 801-917-4136. Record an intro for our show of you and your bike, and maybe it'll be on a future show. Stickers and other merchandise is available at our website, www.wheelnerds.com. If you use iTunes or Stitcher, please leave a review for us. Hell, write our URL on bathroom walls if it helps.
If you like this podcast, you can find more like it at wheelnerds.com. This has been a Wheel Nerds production, all rights reserved. Readings from other sources are the property of their respective owners and are used with satirical intent. Is the guy on this drone. Oh, okay. Uh, oh my fucking god. I'm terrible at this. Holy shit. I don't, I don't write with people, Jack. Oh god. I only cyberstalk a little bit. What'd you do? Write his name down? No, he's, he's posted something. Oh god. So bad at